0: Hello friends, thank you for tuning in. Today I'm talking about conditional love, which is obviously an oxymoron, there is there is no such thing, and yet, we, we we function with conditional love all the time, and in so many ways and places, and I might be all over the place today, just a heads up, but I need to... I need to talk about this. So, first of all, true love is exemplified in doing something and expecting nothing in return. The ultimate example of this, and the only perfect example of this, is Jesus. He came to earth, God Almighty took human flesh. And he never did anything for himself. He took time away to pray and rest and refresh himself and then go back into ministry. Jesus kept the Sabbath. Oh my gosh. Okay. That's something I'm working on. Different topic. I'm, I'm working on keeping the Sabbath. Because I am human and I need the Sabbath. Yeah. So, Jesus did nothing for himself except to refresh and get back into ministry and he died for the sins of the world including those who rejected him and spit on him and then died in unrepentance so their sins are forgiven but they haven't accepted that unforgiveness so they've determined their own fate they've they've not accepted the righteousness of Christ therefore they can't go to heaven that's something that we decide but then there's also the mystery of God choosing us and that's Calvinism and I will talk about that another podcast but Jesus came and he was the perfect example of giving and not expecting anything in return I think that we are hardwired to expect this from our parents because we come into the world we can't do anything for them except we can't do anything for them we can only sleep and poop and cry and smile and look cute because god knows that humans need cute packaging to offset the amount of work that goes into helping us and so you know depending on the kinds of parents we had we We learned that okay, I have to behave a certain way to make them happy, or, um, or, you know, hopefully some of us had parents where we received love even when we didn't deserve it, and that made us love them more. Romans says, first it says, you know, don't take advantage of God God's kindness. God's kindness is meant to lead you to repentance. And 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 so that's that's the motive for God's love. He wants us to acknowledge our brokenness and our sin, and then and then have that process of repentance inspire us to love Him back. And He loved us before we loved Him, and that's I'm so grateful for that. I'm so so grateful for that. Um, regularly, when I'm feeling emotional or vulnerable or if Ben and I are having a little bit of a conflict on a, on rare occasion but it happens on occasion I have to remember that God chooses me and that is the foundation of my self-worth and if someone I want attention from isn't paying attention to me I have to remember God has chosen me to be in his family and then from there, I start to say thank you for the other people who have chosen me, like my husband and my close friends. And, and um, you know, I think of the, the people who I've talked with, with in recent past who've encouraged me and supported me. And, and so, so if our definition of love is giving and not expecting anything in return, well, then how do friendships work? How does marriage work? And... This this is really heavy, but it's so, so important. We have to apply that principle of love and give with the faith and the trust that the other person will reciprocate in order to maintain that relationship. And if we take this to our relationship with God, if we don't reciprocate God's love for us, we don't have a relationship. There is a very heavy passage of scripture. I want to say it's Matthew 25, and it might also be in Revelations. There will be those who come to him on the day of judgment and say, Lord, Lord, we did miracles in your name. We prophesied in your name. We did all these things in your name. And, and he'll says he will say, away from me, I never knew you. Away from me, you workers of iniquity. Like, that that is heavy. And people who do things, but their motive isn't reciprocal love for Jesus, that's the answer they're going to get. That's heavy. So, this puts a If you look at it only from this perspective, it puts a huge burden on us for, man, my motive to love anyone, if it has to be pure and in faith, then that's a really heavy burden. But there's two reasons why it is not meant to be a heavy burden. Obviously, true love is a sacrifice and God will call us to do things sacrificially and obey him in faith and obey him out of love for him and and in action love for the other person however here's the gift about why this is not such a heavy burden first of all we receive love from god first jesus says in the gospels come to me all you who are weary and heavy laden and i will give you rest rest for your souls so first of all we have that peace and that comfort that we can go to christ with our burdens second there's a lovely passage in first peter and there's a list of attributes and at the end of these attributes it says and if you do these things you will never fall and I've really been studying that list off and on, and I'm, I i want to paint it, but that's its own thing. But the last two items on this list are brotherly affection and love for all. That separation really encourages me. And what it means is that in the case of with my husband and my close friends, God has given me a trust relationship with them where the love that they've shown me, I want to reciprocate and I feel affection for them. And so my love is motivated both, hopefully both, in wanting to love them because of their value in Christ and the fact that they're made in his image. And second, because they've already shown love to me that really really helps and I've been reading a book recently, Zeal Without Burnout by Christopher Ash and one of the things that he emphasizes, he emphasizes Sabbath and inner renewal um, and friendships and friendship is something that we need, we need that mutual we need that reciprocal affection. So what I'm trying to say is conditional love is never, ever really love. It's only ever conditional affection. And those, those situations, especially when it's a family member or a significant other, that's really, really painful when it's, I will only love you, or I will only do this for you, if you will do this for me. That, that's not love, that's, that's bargaining, that's, and, and heaven have mercy on me for the times when I've done something, expecting someone else to do something for me, like, ugh, because I don't know, I don't know if anyone else has ever done that for you, but there's almost like there's this clinging, like they, there's threads attached to what they gave you so that they expect something in return. Like, that's, that's just awkward. Like, really, that's, that's awkward. And so I'm, I'm embarrassed to say that I've done that many, many times. I've I've shown, con- I've shown conditional affection to someone else and hoped they would show me affection or reciprocation in return. And, you know, we're, we're broken people and, and our definition of love is 100% dependent on our understanding of the character of God. And our understanding of the character of God is very much influenced by the relationships that we started with. Our family, our childhood friends, our childhood non-friends. So, in all of this, I really just want to encourage us and to emphasize oh there's a cute bug on my arm he's got black and white stripes black and yellow stripes very cute Um, in all of this I want to emphasize that pure love comes from Jesus first and reciprocal affection is is a gift and it's, it's meant it's meant to be there And my prayer for myself and for everyone listening is that we would have more wisdom about who God's called us to love in that trust relationship of friendship and have faith that they will reciprocate love. And then who God has called us to show love without any expectation. And then there's a third category, who God has not called us to interact with. Because I, I'm, a, I'm an emotional sensitive person, and so I want everyone on the planet to feel loved and cherished and valued because they're made in the image of God. And I want them all to come into a relationship with Jesus Christ so they can be a child of God. But I'm a finite human being. I am the equivalent of the little boy in Matthew 6 who has, no, John 6. Yeah, John 6 five loaves and two fish. That's all I have. And so I come to Jesus and I ask that He would multiply that, but I can't invest in a one on one with everyone. So embracing my own finiteness, my finite emotions. It gives me peace that I don't have to be this super heroic, sacrificial person that I used to think I had to be. I, I need reciprocal affection. That That's a need. We need that. So coming to terms with who is in those categories and is, is very very helpful. I've been thinking about friendship a lot. I'm continuing to think about it. There will definitely be more podcasts on it. So I'm I'm really excited about what God is doing in me and that's why I'm doing this podcast because I wanna I wanna share the testimony and I want I, I know I recognize my old way of thinking in a lot of people on social media. And I want to encourage the changing of our thinking. That's that's why I'm here. That's why I do what I do. That's why I'm on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. Go follow me and friend me so that, you know, if this blesses you, if it doesn't, hey, th- that's fine. But you made it the end of the podcast. So, yeah. Inverse stream. I'm, I'm on all the places. And also Meg and set out on Facebook and Instagram so yeah alright folks that's all I've got for now I hope you have a lovely day and keep seeking Jesus because important, important last note God's character is most importantly reframed by our seeking the scripture and taking that I know this to be true, but my feelings say this, so the truth must be true. So God, please help me to understand your truth, and then I'll trust you to rearrange my feelings. That's, that's a very important part of understanding God's character, and then therefore understanding God's love. And the more love we have, the more we can give. And I love that my name is Meg, I love my Jesus, and I believe in living inside out. Now it's your turn. Go live it.